a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Are you that person who says yes to everything and anything someone asks of you? In fact, the word no rarely comes out of your mouth. And are you glued to the treadmill of overcommitment and put a way, way, way more emphasis on others over your own needs? If this sounds like you, you might have trouble setting boundaries. That's what we're really talking about here. And you just love helping just as much as you hate letting someone down, right? But when your default is set to yes, you will end up squashing the things that can truly make you thrive and live your authentic life. And worse yet, attract unhealthy and lopsided relationships. I remember there was a woman that I was working with not too long ago who became one of my biggest success stories in learning how to set boundaries. And she was the quintessential over caretaker. She was a doctor. She was taking care of patients all the time. She was always doing everything for everyone else in her friend circle and with her family members, of course, too. And she described herself as calm, easygoing, a great listener, a very dedicated person. And she didn't understand why she was feeling so depleted that people were taking advantage of these things. She's like, I'm such a good person. Why don't I ever get anybody who is a good person back to me? And she realized her focus on others was all to a fault sometimes because she never felt like anyone really gave back to her and found herself building resentment towards them over time. Now, here was the important piece of this puzzle was that growing up, she was put in the position of the caretaker and her mom was really sick. So she had to take care of her. Emotions were not expressed. There actually wasn't even time to express emotions. Um, It was a very busy household and She was left guessing a lot how everyone was feeling and predicting what other people needed because that was her role. That's what she learned. And this all affected her where she became an adult and never learned to identify or express her feelings and needs. And because of this, she fell into a couple of toxic and narcissistic relationships that simulated her not getting her needs met. And she remembered when she met these guys that she would just be that good listener. She would make them feel amazing and do whatever they wanted. And this is all in the beginning stages and when she first met them. And in the end, the men were nowhere. They would take advantage of her. And she felt completely unheard and not seen. So when we were working together, she realized that this was all because she never learned how to set boundaries with friends, with men, with really anybody. So I put her on a dating plan where she just had to practice learning how to get selfish. We worked on getting her sexy wardrobe where she could be seen and embrace her feminine beauty and own it. Because with all of you know her not being able to 
kind of voice her opinion. She was also hiding on the outside with even just her clothes. That was really apparent when I first met her. And she got professional pictures done and she was forced to put them online. I, I'm using the word force because she so didn't want to put it online and she didn't want to be exposed and she didn't want to get hurt again. And the thought of dating just really overwhelmed her. But when I had her just practice dating and really within that, practice the boundary setting for the first couple months, that's when it became easier. And as she practiced saying no to things she didn't like, saying yes to things she did, and enjoying men doing things for her, which was super hard for her, in the end, she actually really, really liked it. She enjoyed receiving and being the queen bee while she was dating. And she never felt that way before or had men treat her as a queen because in the end, she realized that she did not allow or demand men to treat her that way. She ended up meeting a man at the end of our coaching cycle who really respected her and adhered to her wishes. And she, you know, said, gosh, this guy just wants to make me happy. And she didn't trust it at first, but then she realized that he was the real deal and stuck with it. Research shows that when you align your behaviors with your values and really know how to value yourself, I mean, this is where it all begins, that you are more likely to flourish and get to the good life. This is a term positive psychologists use to describe a life characterized by mindful presence, connection, and impact. And I would add, of course, healthy reciprocal relationships. But why is it so hard to set boundaries? Have you ever thought about the why? I mean, of course, you might be thinking, well, it's because you want to be liked, you want to keep the peace, you hate conflict, it's easier to just do things than ask for help, yada, yada, yada. But oftentimes, it signifies a deeper value set. If you're the type that always wants to be there for other people you care about, Well, it's because you value the other person and relationships. If you're the one at work who says yes to every project, it reflects how much you value learning and work. But when you only say yes to the things that you value outside of yourself, you might be missing chances to invest time and energy in ways that benefit you. And this is what we're really talking about. You deserve to have a healthy and reciprocal relationship in your life and relationships for that matter. You just have to learn how to set boundaries, demand respect, and know that you are worth it. And this is super important. It's super important because when you give permission to live true to your values and not everyone else's demands and agendas. You will have healthier interpersonal relationships. Boundaries are important because they set the basic guidelines of how you want to be treated. Clearly communicated boundaries help you take care of yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually, which affects your mental health and mood. And boundaries can help you assert that you're okay and what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. Personal boundaries and relationships are necessary because you may feel resentful and exhausted without them. (laughs) Without limits, it's hard to be self-aware and independent. If you go along with what everyone else always says and does and don't ever speak up for what you want to do, you're sacrificing your desires for other people. 
Now I know what you're thinking, Kimmy. It just, it just seems so hard. And I don't like letting people down or cause conflict. It's just easier sometimes to do things. I like helping people. I'm good at it. And that's, and that's why you might be pushing back. And here even there, these are even more specific reasons why you might stay on auto yes pilot. First, it might have to do with your perfectionism. You'd rather eat the stress than let someone else down. You want to bring your absolute best to everyone and everything you set out to do. You believe that saying no might be a sign of either weakness or letting people down. On a healthy day, your consciousness serves you well. It helps you stay focused and strive for excellence. So this may be one of the reasons why you don't do it. Another reason is actually social conditioning, believe it or not. Your identity is often tied up in how much you are doing for people. And this is especially true for women, I will say. Although I work with a lot of men who have this as well. Um, But I think just throughout the years, historically, the social conditioning of women is to take care of other people, right? And who have long been in positions where emotional labor, the work of nurturing and tending to people's emotions, is just expected and demanded of you, whether that being societal messages or just built in within your family system. So that might be another reason. Another reason could be FOMO, the fear of missing out. I know this sounds strange, but I want to explain. The thought of missing any kind of opportunity for growth, fun, recognition, or something that leads to a feel-good result catapults you into a sea of overcommitment and perpetual quest for experience. So the FOMO reflects a desire for excitement, mobility, connection, and adventure. So on a healthy day, this can help you learn and engage in dynamic ways. So all of these things aren't bad right? Like your reasons for not setting boundaries can come from a start of a good place. But the truth is, when you distract yourself by focusing too much on others, you end up feeling depleted, have unhealthy relationships, and lack of respect in your life. And when you take it too far, you become obsessed with performance. And the in the end, with a high sensitivity to making mistakes and even like receiving feedback. This can lead you to impulsively saying yes to please people and redeem and or prove yourself. Operating in the extreme can lead to constant chaos and little time to be more selective and intentional in your activities and how they relate to your long-term goals. Because think about it. If you're just like this energizer bunny and you're constantly going, 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 doing, doing, doing for other people, you lose yourself in that process. It's nearly impossible for anyone to stay healthy if, if they're required to say yes without respite. I mean, that's the bottom line. So you deserve to have healthy and reciprocal relationships in your life. You just have to learn how to set boundaries, demand respect, and know that you are worth it. Because there are people out there who's going to always take advantage of you. You cannot change those people. You're going to see them at work. You're going to see them on dates. You're going to see them in your family. But if you really learn how to set priorities around you and put yourself first, and demand more respect for yourself. That's when other people will too. And you'll start seeing different kinds of people that you're going to attract in your life too. 
So I want to give you a couple tips and break down some ways to develop healthier boundaries overall and specifically when dating. This has been a big request from a lot of my clients lately. I was just in um, my bigger group program and they were saying, Kimmy, please, can we just do a whole lesson on setting boundaries? Because while all this other stuff that is out there and is important to learn, like online dating and flirting, and believe me, I think that's all important, it does you no good to twirl your hair and have fun when you are not like really understanding what boundary setting is, right? So this is super important. All right, first thing, define what's important to you. What are your core values? It's hard to set boundaries and know like when to say no, when to say yes, if you don't even know who you are and what you're about. And how do your core values show up in your daily life? So really just take time and and moments to pull in and just jot down a bunch of ideas around what your core values are. Very important. Number two, buy time. Now, what I realize, or what I mean by that, is that if an opportunity presents and you can really like allow yourself to ask for time to consider the request. So, because a lot of times people like maybe they'll ask you to do something and it's not sitting right with you, but you're not giving yourself enough time to let it seep in and ask yourself if this is really okay for you. Because if you're on autopilot and you're so used to saying yes, you're not giving yourself time to really feel and feel what it's like for you. So you're going to go back to your values and you're going to say, is this something that I really want based on my values? You know, is, and you can ask yourself a couple questions. Is it the right fit at this moment? Is there a sense of urgency? Like, will this opportunity come up again? You know, I I hear this all the time, and I even have friends like this. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I only have an hour and I'd love for you to come out. And I don't know when I'm gonna like have that hour again. You know, they'll almost make you feel guilty because if you if you don't see them that hour, then you'll never see them again. Well, maybe that hour doesn't work for you. And don't feel the need to jump in just because they're making it important. Is it something that you're able to do in that moment? And guess what? If it's important to them, they'll make time to have that hour for you in the, in the future. This is how things like cycle out too, because if you're used to just like doing things to acquiesce other people's time, then it also isn't being authentically you. Um, let's see if somebody is requesting a favor for you. Will will they be able to help you out down the road? So a friend calls up, oh, hey, can you just do me this one favor? Well, are they there for you? Do you even ask? Um, Ask yourself, does this new commitment infringe too dramatically on your ability to properly engage? in like your self-care? Like, are you giving up your exercise routine, your sleep, meditation to help someone else out? And what is the value for you if you do acquiesce to someone's request or somebody who wants to do something? You know, what are the benefits and what are the risks for doing that? 
So that's what I mean by buying time is that allow enough time to check in with yourself and don't jump to do things. Right. Number three is practice saying no. But guess what? You could still be a little flirty when you're doing that. And this is how it relates to dating. You know, you don't have to be so serious when setting boundaries, too. (laughs) I want to just say that because you see in a lot of books or you listen to a lot of podcasts who say, you know, you just have to learn how to say no. And, and, you know, if a guy doesn't, if, if a guy wants you to do this, then you just say no. Look, if you are too hardball about saying no, then you also might kill your chances down the line of, you know, having just like a fun and flirty time. And especially as you're just getting to know someone. So here, here are some ways that that could play out. You could say, oh, that sounds like a great opportunity. I I, I would love to do it. Is it okay if um, I have a couple hours to think about it? I'm, I'm in the midst of something. Or I'd love to, but I, I know I'm overcommitted this week and I want to have time with you anytime you have free next week. Um, if a guy asks you, oh, you know, can I take you to a sushi restaurant? And let's say you hate sushi. Don't just go because he wants to take you there. He might not know. So you don't have to be mean about it, but you could just say, oh, I'm not a huge fan of sushi, but I love Mexican food. If you do, hint, hint, you know, um, it, and you could even like call yourself out. You could say, it's really hard for me to say no, especially when you ask, but I'm going to have to decline this time as I have a work project. But that just means I get to see you possibly on Saturday for longer, you know? And again, it's all in the delivery as well. So how you might set a boundary in a relationship, someone you've known for 10 years is going to be very different than when you're first, you know, getting to know someone because sometimes people request things or ask things of you because they don't even know you yet. So also give people benefit of the doubt. I, I will say that. All right. But practice saying no is super, super important. Number four is talk about how to talk about boundaries, right? It's a little bit meta, but what do you do if a discussion with someone you're newly dating veers into the territory that you're not okay with? I mean, if you enter into a topic, a a conversation that makes you feel uncomfortable or it's delicate, like it could be political views, maybe it's about your family or money, salary, just politely assert your boundary and explain that you'd rather not discuss it at this point or change the conversation to something that you do have in common. You can also spin it in a more positive way. Um, But you don't have to wait until a line has been crossed before having a chat about boundaries. You know, um, you can even have a conversation about boundaries. You say, you know, what is important to you when it comes to communicating what you like and what you don't like? So that's almost talking about a boundary and how you want to talk about it. And I, I find that as people get to know each other and each other's rhythm, that's really important. And somebody who respects a boundary is going to love that you're bringing that up. Someone who does not respect it will think it's silly and won't even like listen or want to entertain that conversation. So it's also a good test to see what kind of person they are. 
And number five, I will say, I just want to like extract some bullets of keeping the relationship boundary rules in mind as you're getting to know people. Like, you know, always take one another's feelings into account when you're setting boundaries. Understand where they're coming from. Don't forget to show gratitude in just people's honesty. Um, I think giving space for autonomy is super important. Show respect for differences and opinions and perspective and feelings. Because here's the other thing I want you to think about is that you're bringing to the table your past experiences possibly with some dating situations or, or other situations in general. They're also bringing their own experiences. So be careful of having those past experiences leak into when you're trying to get to know somebody. So the more respect you have of the other person, it may not be that they're a bad person. They're just bringing some something to the table that may not sit well with you. That is your chance to express how you feel and set the boundary. So I hope that was helpful in thinking about just what it really means to set boundaries, especially when dating. And I want to read this letter that I got recently that highlights this notion around boundaries. It, this is from Nina. And she says, I would like to gain self-confidence and restore myself worth. I wish I could also learn to create and strengthen boundaries, a practice I have truly neglected. Because of my depleted sense of self, I keep running on empty from previous relationships and take on problems that are not mine to solve. I do not know how to break this pattern. Help. Oh, Nina, that must be so draining to constantly be running on empty. And when you are on empty, you really don't have anything else to give. It's like the metaphor I use all the time. If you're the pitcher of water and you have all these glasses to fill and your pitcher is empty, what good are you in filling those glasses? So when you fill yourself up first, you also have more to give to other people. And that is the hardest thing about being an over-caregiver, I will say that, is that you spend so much energy on giving, giving, giving that you leave no room to receive. And you may also be filled with resentment that you put all this effort into your relationships and get nothing in return because you were dry going in. <laughs> your picture was empty. And in the end, they're not going to be there for you too because That'll leave them empty. But the truth is, is that you created this dynamic by not expressing your needs. And at the end of the day, you teach people how to treat you. And that pattern started most likely long ago, probably in childhood. So it's a skill and role that you just haven't learned. Well, yeah, that is. So here are some tips to start working on setting boundaries for yourself. Uh, Nina, first, and, and for you listening, obviously, if this pertains to you, first, get a clear on what it is that you do want. Write a list of things that you desire for yourself with men, like a wish list, if you will. How do you want to be treated? What are your core values? What would it look like and feel like to be taken care of by a man? Have you ever really thought about that? Second, Start saying yes to opportunities where people want to help you and no to things you don't want to do. If a friend wants to bring you dinner one night, say yes. If a coworker offers to assist you on a project, say yes. If a guy wants you to 
drive an hour to meet him for a first date, say no. (laughs) If a friend wants you to switch nights and getting together and you're busy that night and it's infringing on your self-care, don't switch your plans. Say no. Find another night that works for you. These are ways you can practice boundaries in your everyday life. And finally, write down how you feel when you say yes to receiving opportunities and say no to things that don't serve you. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel relieved? It's important to connect your feelings with the actions so that you also understand your behaviors and break those patterns. Start small with these action steps and that will add up to the bigger one. I promise you listening too. it's hard to think about the setting boundaries when you are not used to doing it and never learned how it's like any skill. It takes practice, repetition and determination to own it. And the reality is, is that you deserve it. You deserve to have a healthy and reciprocal relationship in your life. You just have to learn how to set boundaries, demand respect, and know that you are worth it. So I hope that was helpful. And and thanks for joining me today. As always, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you have a hard time setting boundaries and realize that being too nice is causing people to take advantage of you, Hop on a free coaching call with me. I'd love to help you map out a plan to stop that pattern. And imagine getting some ideas to break the cycle that you've been dealing with probably your whole life that could be flushed out in one call. Just click the link you see in the show notes to book it. I'd love to chat with you. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now.